Hi, welcome to Story Hole, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole. <laughs> Hey, I'm Roger. I'm Joey. I'm Kevin. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. What do you know about Princess Peach? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. I'll just uh, let me just tell you what I know about myself and and my relationship <laughs> with her. That's my girl. That's my whole world right there. Yeah. I, I would die for the Mushroom Kingdom if that's what she wanted she, me to do. Is she the apple of your eye? Is she the peach <laughs> of your eye? I believe that I, all through and through. I've actually been thinking about getting a, a crown tattoo lately. Really for her. Yeah, for her, yeah. Wow. The only thing I know about Peach is that she's got it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, uh, that actually, when they were when they were recording her clip of her actually racing in Mario Kart 64, uh, what she was referring to is saying that she's she's got it going on. But they they had they, they cut ran. off the going on part. Wait, is that is that what <laughs> she says when she wins? She Peach says she just got it. Going just got on. it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they cut up they cut the recording off short. Usually it's Peach's got it going on. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they cut I it. I can't imagine why they cut that out. <laughs> well, I think it sounded too much like Donkey Kong. <laughs> well, if you're not familiar with Princess Peach, she's a character from the Mario Brothers universe. Um, and even if you don't know her by name, you'd probably recognize her. She's a pretty iconic part of Nintendo. She's tall, blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, wears a big pink gown. Um, great, great attitude. Yeah. Huge heart. Mm-hmm. Bakes cakes. Yeah, bakes cakes. Uh-huh. Just uh, all around just a beautiful person. She is a beautiful person. Gardens. She gardens a lot. Yeah, she pulls up a lot of turnips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but her story is something that isn't usually expressly told in the Mario games. Uh, she usually just ends up being the damsel in distress that Mario has to rescue. But there's, You know what I want to know? Huh? How she can float around like she does? Are we going to get into that? Uh, we'll get to that. Yep, we'll definitely get into that. Awesome. Because there's a lot more to her than what we get out of just the straight Mario narrative. So on today's story hole, we're going to take a look at Princess Peach. This is so, so exciting for me because, I mean, I'm leading into this right now. There's definitely some shit I don't know about, about Baby Girl, and I need to know it. I need to know <laughs> about it now. About the love of your life. <laughs> yeah. I hope I don't tell you anything that you don't that you don't know about that might change the way you feel about her, you know? Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> she smells like shit. Oh, that's, no. that's topic number one. Well, I guess I'll stop showering. That way we can be together in our stinky bliss. Yeah. Peach is the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom, which is a country populated by a race of little human-shaped fungi that basically look like small people, but they have these big mushroom caps on their heads. And they're commonly called toads, which is short for toadstools. And you've probably seen a toad. It's a little guy with a, with a vest and no shirt. He's got a little round body and a big bulbous mushroom for a head, which is traditionally white with red polka dots, but they can be any color, really. And there's been some debate about whether that's a hat were actually part of the toad's physical heads. What did you guys assume it was? Oh, I, I thought, thought it was, it was a part of their head. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much been split down the For middle. Both sides. Yeah, a lot of people assumed it was part of their actual physical anatomy. But there's one thing that calls that into question. There was a Mario Brothers animated cartoon show in the early 90s, which was, in general, just pretty awful. Do you guys remember it? No. Wasn't Koopa green in it? Yeah, everyone (laughs) – it was as if the people that made it had just heard a rumor of what Mario was and just did their best Mm because nothing really really fits. (laughs) Uh, And there's one scene – is that is that the same thing where the the TV show at the very end it has like the live action and they're like doing yeah. the Mario? Okay, that makes sense uh-huh. to me. Now. Okay, perfect. yeah, they had a live action segment yeah. in the beginning and the end, and then a cartoon in the middle. 
And it's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but there's one scene where Toad takes off the mushroom cap as if it's a hat. And it just reveals this really disturbing little bald head underneath. Oh, it's really gross yuck. looking. And that lit the world on fire with Toad mushroom head debates. But since then, the argument has officially been put to rest. In 2018, the producer of the latest Mario Brothers game called Mario Odyssey stated clearly that it's not a hat, but it's part of the Toad's head. And it's holding parts of its vital organs up there. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> so we can, we can finally relax a little now that that's been settled. Which organ is up there? His liver and his uh, head. <laughs> just, uh, butt. <laughs> butt <Yeah>. organ. <laughs> uh, but back to Peach. We get our first introduction to Peach in the original instruction manual that came with the first Super Mario Brothers game back in 1985. And in that manual, there's a short description in the beginning that explains the plot for the game, mostly just to give the game some kind of context when you play it. And it says that the world that we're in is called the Mushroom Kingdom. And the people of the Mushroom Kingdom have fallen under a curse, some terrible spell cast on them by an evil tribe of turtles famous for their black magic. And this race of turtles is known as the Koopas, led by the king of the Koopas, Bowser. Um, do you guys know what the curse that the Koopas put on the Mushroom Kingdom was? Is it? Uh, I do. What is it? He he turned everybody into the bricks, right? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, huh? All the all the bricks and the trees and the obstacles that Mario runs into and oftentimes destroys are actually the cursed bodies of the citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom. So when Mario jumps up and breaks a block, there's a good chance that he just killed a toad. Yeah. And we can get deeper into Bowser and the Koopas and their whole thing on another episode. Uh, but we'll have to say that because we're focusing just on Peach for now. What do you think the the little like uh, the ones that pop out like a, a fire flower and stuff? What do you think? Why do you think they're different than the regular ass citizens that are just blocks? Well, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that the mushrooms that you pick up as Mario that make you big Mario are cursed? That toads? must be the vital organ that he was talking about. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it's the internal portion. It looks just like it. It's if the- I crack open a toad's head, a little mushroom will pop out. <laughs> you punch him in the butt. It pops out of his head, and you eat it, and you get bigger. Well, I mean that makes sense in in basic logic. If you eat uh, uh, an egg or eat a chicken, it gives you sustenance to make you stronger and larger. Totally, yeah. Yeah, and that's how mushrooms reproduce too. Is they release little uh-huh. uh, little so, mini mushrooms, yeah. right? And then uh, also, I think Kevin, you're saying what's the difference of like a like a piranha plant popping out, right? Those are probably no, no. I, I meant oh. like the power ups. Oh, some okay. blocks give you power ups, right? Why why are they special? Oh. Well, makes some. Do you think those were like the well, mayors? That life finds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think life finds a way. Maybe those were the pregnant ones. Those are yeah. pregnant. Toads. Oh God! <laughs> I was, well, I mean, because if they're like little like fungi, then. They're probably like, you know, like when you're walking down the street and you and you see a little sprout of a weed popping up and growing anyway through like the, through the cement. It's probably like the, the remnants mm-hmm. of, a, of a little guy who's coming back up. He's he's, he's reforming and, and recalculating for, I don't know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the science checks out. <laughs> it, it's, the toad is trapped inside of a brick and it is nature finds a way yeah. kind of snare. Yeah, like he's just yeah. sprouting out. Yeah. Which is stronger, a brick or a, a toad's toad's will to live? Passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they're dedicated to that princess. They need to get out there and save her. That's true. They are. Yeah. yeah. In the brief description in the manual, it says that everybody in the kingdom has been the victim of that black magic, except for one person, though, and that person is Princess Toadstool, and it says explicitly that she's the only one that can save them from the curse. Also, I, I used the name Princess Toadstool right there. That's the same as Peach. She's sometimes referred to as Princess Toadstool and other times as Peach. It kind of goes back and forth. And the typical assumption is that Toadstool is more of her formal royal name. 
either like a, like a title or maybe like her family name. And Peach is her actual given name. Yeah. So if we're friends, mm-hmm. we'd probably call her Peach. And if we're addressing her formally out of respect for her position as princess, she'd be Princess Toadstool. Mm. Toadstool would be like a last name, right? A surname. Yeah, basically. Peach mm-hmm. Toadstool. Yeah, Peach Toadstool. <laughs> Just a very good name. Of the famous Toadstool family. <laughs> yeah. The royal yeah. Toadstools. Yeah. yeah. In uh, Mario 64, for example, she mails a letter to Mario and yeah. it's signed officially as Princess Toadstool. But then she adds a flirty handwritten signature in pink pen that just says Peach. Because mm-hmm. her and Mario are close friends, so it makes sense. But the real reason for the two names is because her name was always Princess Peach in Japan from the very beginning of the Mario games. But when they translated the instruction manual into English when the first game was released in the U.S. in 1985, for some reason they thought it would be more appealing to an American audience if her name was Toadstool instead of Peach. And so they just made that change. (laughs) (laughs) And then from that point on, there was always this kind of confusion where she would be sometimes referred to as Peach and sometimes as Toadstool interchangeably. Man, Japanese people don't understand us at all. We love yeah. peaches. Yeah. Yeah. There's James and his giant one. Yeah, and there's <laughs> that, that song that came out in like 1996 about millions of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good song. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, That's uh, the most patriotic band I can think of. Presence of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has all 15 of them in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's who makes the band up. All 15 presidents. Can you name all 15 U.S. presidents, Joey? Oh, yeah, of course. Just got Garfield. Yeah. Normal. Mer- <laughs> John. John. <laughs> Odie. Yeah. <laughs> the gang's all here. But anyway, that instruction manual for the first mm-hmm. Super Mario game tells us that we have to go find Princess Peach because she's the only one that has the power to break the curse that's been put on the citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom. That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because uh, that means she has some kind of power, some special abilities. Uh, so let's take a look at what those powers are. way more than just a damsel in distress she's she's the key to saving everybody yeah that's way cooler i mean if there is a key peach has got it <laughs> <laughs> now it doesn't seem likely that peach has any kind of straight up wizard-like magic abilities right we never see her casting spells or anything like that but there are some things that are definitely beyond the abilities of other people in the world that she can do for one kevin like you just mentioned she's able to float Right, she basically levitates in midair, yeah. and that's something. Do you guys know why Nintendo gave her that ability? Um, they thought Americans would like it more. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't at all. Well, uh, Mario Brothers Two in the U.S. was actually a totally different game in Japan. So, Mario Brothers Two is the first game that has Peach as a playable character, and it's the first game that establishes she can float. But in Japan, the actual Mario Brothers 2 that was released looked pretty much identical to the first Super Mario Brothers. It was just way harder. And they figured that it would probably be too difficult for a U.S. audience. So what they did is they just took a different game that already existed in Japan called Doki Doki Panic and changed the title to Mario <laughs> Brothers 2 and changed the characters into Mario, his brother Luigi, a toad, and Princess Peach. There's some scummy bullshit right there. I, uh, I, I, was, I was joking, but I, I kind of was close. Yeah. You kinda, yeah, yeah, you kind of got it. And the character that was turned into Peach was a character inspired by this kind of Aladdin-esque Arabian Nights kind of world. And she was shown riding on a flying carpet, and she had the magic ability to float around on her own. So when they turned that into Peach for the U.S., she just kind of inherited that power. Nintendo has since gone back and tried to establish why she can float in a couple different ways. Either by explaining that she can catch air in her big dress like a parachute, and that keeps her up. 
Or in other games, she's given a parasol, like a little umbrella that she can pull out to float around. Can I tell you why I thought in my heart that she was floating? Yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever seen the commercial for Axe Body Spray? That's Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland uh, about a woman named Susan Glenn. No. No. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's her Wait, name save was. it for another uh, story hole. <laughs> oh, dude! I, commercials. It, it ruins. It ruins me. It, what? I I know that we're thinking that this this is going to be ball fun and games because it's an axe body spray commercial, but it's the opposite of like 1999, a bunch of high school stinky boys running and all these girls chasing after. It's it's this haunting memory of this guy who blew it with this girl that he was just so intimidated by. Oh, and uh, they show her floating in his like. He describes her kind of in a uh, Walter Mitty-esque kind of way. And his like memory of her is a her like, flying by and stuff. And it's whimsical and beautiful. And then it just breaks your stupid heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So you thought because Peach is such a perfect person, that's how she floated? Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize you guys saw her floating too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Joey's interpretation of Peach. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, I mean, that might be evidence that either she has magic powers, though, right? Or or maybe it's just somehow the physics of that's how big dresses work or that's how that's how parasols work. We don't we don't really know for sure. I mean, Yoshi can kind of like kick really hard and that keeps him up for a bit. That's dino power. That, though, he's a Kevin. dinosaur, Kevin. Yeah, of course. Dino DNA. <laughs> like, like that movie. Well, maybe Peach is part dino. Uh, we'll get to that. She might be. She's She could be a part oh. of, of a lot of things. Oh. We don't really know. She's part of Joey's heart. We know that much. Yeah, I'll <laughs> shut true. up. I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> In a lot of the more recent games, when she's floating, there's little sparkles around her, though, that definitely make it seem like it's something more magical or maybe supernatural. Also, we do see some examples of her having some more clear superpowers, too. Things that are maybe even a little bit more purposeful to the story, like specifically healing powers. In a game called Super Mario RPG from 1996, you can be a bunch of the different characters from the Mario universe. And each one has a list of special moves that they can perform. And for the most part, they're representations of what those characters can do in their other games. So, like, for example... Mario has the power to jump on his enemy's heads or shoot a fireball. Bowser has the ability to scare people and crush them with his big body. And Peach is given the ability to heal her friends. But it's presented not like in a magical spell kind of way, but like as a real world expression of love. So her moves are like this. One is called therapy, where she comforts her friends and listens to their problems, which make them feel better and heals any negative status effects that they might have. (laughs) You're supposed to do that in the middle of a fight. It's like, I got burned by this fire. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Burnt. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, listening. I understand. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. There's another one called Group Hug, where she hugs all of her friends to show how much she cares about them, and it uh, gives them strength by healing their hit points. So it seems like Peach does have a special ability to heal, uh, but it's just by expressing her powerful love for the people she cares about. I can do both those moves. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Can you heal my negative status effects? Well, I don't know. It's uh, What's ailing it's, you, friend? It's it's herpes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> give him a hug quick. <laughs> Get in Get, here, give him a kiss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. Now I have status effects. Uh, <laughs> you killed Joey. <laughs> we need you, Joey. Come back. <laughs> okay. 
back in the group hug. Let's go. <laughs> but that makes sense, right? Uh, the story that's presented in the manual for the first Super Mario game says that Peach is the only one with the ability to break the curse and to return the people of her kingdom back to their real forms. So that definitely seems in line with the healing capabilities of her love as a princess, right? But she also has some more aggressive capabilities, too. There's one time where Bowser, leader of the Koopas, ends up kidnapping Mario and Luigi instead of Princess Peach for once. And what happens is that Bowser builds a summer home on an island off the coast of the Mushroom Kingdom called Vibe Island. And Vibe Island is a super emotional place. The island itself has some kind of innate ability to amplify people's emotions. And Bowser ends up finding the source of this power. It's an artifact called the Vibe Scepter. And whoever has the scepter can control the emotions of other people. So Bowser sees an opportunity here to get some revenge on Mario. So he sends his troops to the Mushroom Kingdom to use the scepter to just make everyone there an emotional wreck. Like Luigi and Mario can't control what they feel. They just are extremely depressed and then they're instantly overjoyed and then they're angry and then they're sad over and over again in just a terrible, confusing rush of emotions. So this is like a combo thing. The island is amplifying emotions and then also he has a scepter that lets you lets him dictate what your emotions are. Yep. Wow. So he takes the scepter to the Mushroom Kingdom and Mario and Luigi can't fight with their wild mood swings that they're experiencing, so they lose the battle. And Bowser takes them prisoner back to Vibe Island. The only person that wasn't affected is Peach. She just happened to be out on a walk when the Vibe Scepter was used, so she didn't get caught up in the effects. So now it's up to her. She's got to go to Vibe Island and fight her way through Bowser's troops to rescue her friends. This is so good. So so I'm vaguely familiar with this game, not because I played it. Yeah, it's called Super Princess Peach. Yeah, Super Princess Peach. For for, for a couple of years now, I've been saying in my heart of hearts, like, because Nintendo kind of fell under for a little while. They're back up. They're on top, baby. But <laughs> for a while, they were doing a little bad. And I remember thinking, just put me in, coach. Like, I could tell you what to do. And I was thinking, we need to make a Super Princess Peach game. Where she's the protagonist saving Mario, yeah. but I, I never, never heard about it until like recently I stumbled upon it, like really in the last year. I think it was just bad advertising. But, yeah, I mean it was a yeah. 3DS game. It also wasn't super well received. Uh, people complained that it was too easy and kind of pandering yeah. to like a girl audience. So it there's looks, some, yeah. There was some negative, some negative feedback on it. They should. I think though, can we agree that if they just did it very much classic Mario style and it was just Peach floating around kicking ass, then we all love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I might love it anyway. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. I don't love her. I love the game. That was an accident. That was an accidental <laughs> groan. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I, got a je- I got jealousy issues. <laughs> so God. when she gets to Vibe Island, she finds out that her emotions are magnified there. Oh, hold on a second. Hi. Sorry, Laura. Just got home. Wait, is that her? That's Princess Peach. Yeah. Oh, you son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was that was uh, acting. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Thank so, you. So when she gets there, she finds out that her emotions are magnified on the island. And we already know that Peach's emotions can be linked to powerful abilities, right? Because when she feels love, it can cause healing effects. So now, because of the island's effect on her emotions, all of her emotions are strong enough to warrant these magical effects. For example, when she's joyful, it allows her to fly. And not just float like she usually can, but to actually fly. Wow. And when she's angry, her body... It's Peter Pan. Yeah, her body uh, becomes engulfed in flames, and she can use it to burn bad Jesus. guys. And, it's Goku. It's yeah. Goku. Yeah. <laughs> and this one's you, Kevin. When she's sad, <laughs> she sprays torrents of tears out of her eyes, which she can use to make plants grow by watering them or to flood areas. Don't... Don't bring that up on the podcast, Roger. <laughs> she could also make freshwater lakes into saltwater lakes. Yeah. 
But those are kind of questionable skills, right? That's a that's a questionable set of, of magical abilities. Like they took the Mario Brothers story in a really cool direction by making Peach a capable feminine hero. Yeah. But then it turns out that all of her powers are just based on her wild emotional mood swings. So people were kind of critical of like uh, playing into a a pretty bad stereotype on that. Yeah. That just sounds like some old men decided, oh, we're going to cater these games to girls now. What do girls like? Princesses and Mm -hmm. emotions and easy. Let's make an easy emotion (laughs) game. Yeah. uh I think I would be behind it if they made it kind of based around how she's really emotionally strong yeah you know like it's it's not that she's having these mood swings but that she is more capable at controlling her emotions than the other characters yeah are. dude she doesn't need to be able to walk yeah that she would be just really strong cool. her friends got kidnapped she's gonna kick some ass yeah but instead it's just her crying a lot and getting so angry that she's on fire yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when i used to play nba jam sometimes i'd get on fire <laughs> From the slam dunks, huh? Yeah, because I was so angry yeah. about them. <laughs> I hate Treat your basketballs better. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, she uses these new powers that come with her emotions to defeat Bowser's army and rescue Mario and Luigi. And the strength of those emotions were really the result of Vibe Island. So as soon as she went back to the Mushroom Kingdom, she could no longer light people on fire with her anger or cry gallons of tears. But it still definitely insinuates that if she feels something strongly enough, it can have a powerful magical effect. Let's talk about Peach's family history, which is kind of a controversial topic uh, because Peach clearly looks human, but she rules the Mushroom Kingdom and its population of mushroom people that are clearly not human. And that raises some questions about where she comes from and her lineage. Like, is she human? And if she is, why does a human rule the mushroom people? It's It's an interesting question. We only know a couple things, really, and we only get a couple glimpses into Peach's family. For one, there's her father, King Toadstool. And it only makes sense that there would be a King Toadstool, right? Since since Peach is Princess Toadstool, there must be a king. But we never see him. Going back to the instruction manual for the first Super Mario game, it does mention him, though. In it, Peach is introduced to us as Princess Toadstool, the daughter of King Toadstool. But that's really the only mention of King Toadstool in any Mario game ever. Which is odd, right? Mm-hmm. Now, why would the king of the kingdom be so absent from the events that take place in this land? It seems like he should be there thanking Mario for rescuing Peach or helping to fight Bowser or something, but he's not. And there is an explanation for that, but it's found not in the games themselves, but in the comics that Nintendo released about Mario's adventures. Cool. In these comics, King Toadstool plays a larger role. He's a character that pops up now and then in the story, but he's just a total buffoon. He's super dumb. Like to the point where he's incapable of ruling the kingdom, really. He's forgetful and he doesn't understand things and he's easily distracted. So the duty of ruling just kind of naturally falls to Princess Peach. And for the most part, King Toadstool just kind of hangs back and is not really trusted to be involved in the big events of the Mushroom Kingdom. Instead, everyone looks to Peach for leadership and protection. Mm. What's important, though, is the way King Toadstool is depicted in these comics. He's shown as being human-sized, the same height as Peach and Mario, which is much taller than the Toads, you know, the Mushroom people. But he has the same mushroom cap on his head, just like the Toads do. And like we talked about a minute ago, Nintendo has confirmed that this isn't a hat. It's a a part of the physical anatomy of the people of the Mushroom Kingdom. So it seems like maybe King Toadstool is mixed. Maybe one side of his family tree is human, giving him the height and the human features. And the other side is Mushroom, giving him the big mushroom head. 
And there's a little bit more evidence for that as well. In Super Mario RPG, we meet Peach's grandmother, and she's full-on Toad, 100% mushroom person. Weird. So the implication is that Peach's grandmother is a mushroom, and her grandfather must be human, making her father a mixture of the two races and giving Peach that shared genetic lineage. And then Peach's mom is full human, too. Uh-huh, yeah. Increasing likelihood that they get full human baby. She's got some mushroom DNA in there, but not enough to give her a giant mushroom head. Yeah. Or maybe she had a, a hadectomy <laughs> at an early age. Yeah. yeah. A lot of accidents when you cross, you know, human and, and, <laughs> yeah. and a mushroom. You want to uh, talk about it? It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't play with that. Not worth, not worth the risk. Yeah. Put that down. Don't play um, with that. there's one other thing though that we have to talk about when we're looking at peach's genetics a new development that turned people's belief about peach's origins on its ear and this comes from a game called new super mario brothers u deluxe which is a ridiculous title but this game came out in january of 2019 which is a month ago at the time that we're recording this so this is really a hot breaking news in this game you can play as a character named toadette And Toadette is a girl toad, uh, and she's your typical Mushroom Kingdom citizen, short and round with a big pink mushroom head. There's definitely no confusion about what she is. She's definitely mushroom and not human at all. But in this game, there's a new type of item. In pretty much all the Mario games, there's objects that you can pick up that will give Mario or Luigi or whoever different abilities. Like if you pick up a flower, it can give you the ability to shoot fireballs. If you pick up a leaf, it gives you a raccoon tail that you can spin around. Uh, And probably most iconic, if you pick up a mushroom, you grow bigger, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea of picking up an item leading to a transformation, that's a pretty established part of this universe. Well, in the world that Mario and Toadette are exploring in this new game, there's a new item, a crown. And only Toadette can pick it up. But if she does and she puts it on her head, something crazy happens. Toadette transforms into a human princess. She basically looks exactly like Princess Peach. She's almost identical. She's tall. She's blonde, big pink dress, no mushroom cap on her head, just clearly human. And in this form, she's called Peachette. Not quite Peach, but something very similar. What do you guys make of that? I was going to ask about how, you know how like Mario, when he gets hit, when he's a normal size, he becomes a tiny Mario. Mm -hmm. And if he gets hit again, he dies. Unless yeah. he gets a mushroom. I was going to ask, since Peach has been in these other games, what happens when she gets hit? Does she become a tiny peach? She becomes a tiny peach. She does become a tiny peach, yeah. Yeah. But that's only if she's eating a mushroom to make her a big peach. I was gonna, I was thinking maybe if she got hit, she turns into a toadstool. Huh. I mean, if you are Toadette that's wearing the crown and you get hit, it knocks the crown off your head and then you turn back into a Toadette. So is the power in the crown? It seems like the power is in the crown. Maybe maybe just the act of putting the crown on transforms you into a human form. Maybe it's just the evolution. Maybe they choose the royalty and they crown them, and then they become a more human form to rule the rest of the mushroom people. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe Peach is a title then and not a first name. Maybe. When you become Peach, you you are now princess She's because Peach. Yeah. you have the crown. Yeah. Yep. Peachette. What if I put it on? <laughs> you turn into what you love. Yeah. There's a bunch of fan art on like Twitter and stuff of pictures of like Bowser putting on the crown and turning into a sexy girl Bowser. Oh no. I saw I saw Reddit was full of that Reddit stuff. Was full I, of I, it. I didn't really I didn't really dig deep deep enough, but that's uh, that's wild. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that artwork was oh boy. Yeah. Especially since the crown doesn't change your gender, it just turns you into a human. He should just be a human turtle man. Yeah. Here's here's another thing that might I don't I don't want to step on your toes, Rod, so you can stop me. But they also announced somewhat recently that there's like a bunch of different genders of toads. Oh, I didn't hear that. 
Yeah, so um, I wonder if different if there's different abilities for different gender. Maybe. I think it's based on the color toad that you are. Oh, that's neat. I, I like don't know. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, talking about uh, different genders and stuff, uh, let's talk about Peach's love life. Let's uh, let's gossip a little bit. Do you guys think that her and Mario are dating? Mm, I did for the lo- no, I don't. For the for for the longest time, I did, and now I I, I can't. I don't. I don't think so. It's kind of hard to know for sure. I mean, she definitely kisses him. At the end of every Mario game, when he rescues the princess, she gives him a kiss. Yeah, but, but it's usually on the cheek or sometimes on the nose. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, a talk show though? They they kiss each other when they when they greet. Hello, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, Mwah. French people kiss each other. Or, all the time. or foreign <laughs> country, where it's tradition you greet uh-huh. your friends that way. Bonjour, Conan O'Brien. Mwah. Also, if you win a Mario Kart race, I think <laughs> yeah, you get a kiss no true. matter what. Man, I, I kiss anybody. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Won't kiss me. I, I, I I've kissed you before, haven't I? <laughs> no. On the shoulder, I used to sneak sneak attack you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but when when Peach kisses Mario, though, he usually blushes and he seems pretty in love. At the end of Super Mario All Stars Lost Levels. When she kisses him, Mario gets heart eyes and little hearts float up around his head. Well, that's yeah. one sided. So Mario definitely has feelings for Peach. Yeah, it's unrequited. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Peach is very nice to Mario, though. She bakes some cakes all the time, you know, but that's about the extent of it. I guess, you know, I'm no dating expert, but I don't think a couple cheek kisses and a cake constitutes a relationship, huh? No, I, I no. know. Plus, if you beat the game, if you beat any of the games playing as Luigi instead of Mario, then Peach kisses him instead. Uh, and, and Luigi even gets the same heart eyes and everything at the end of Mario All-Stars. Yeah. So I think if I had to read too much into it and make some assumptions, I think everyone is probably pretty much in love with Peach. You know, yeah. Mario, Luigi, Bowser, obviously. He kidnaps her all the time to try to get her to marry him. <laughs> her her superpower is basically happiness. I don't know why everybody wouldn't want to be with her. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Peach definitely seems the most affectionate towards Mario out of all these people, which makes sense because Mario's a great guy. But I think, I think we can agree that they're probably not a couple, right? It seems like Peach just isn't really looking for a relationship at this moment. Or maybe she knows that she has to take care of the kingdom and she w- would mm-hmm. like to live a normal life with that, the humble little plumber boy. And, and she's got responsibilities, but though. But she can't, you know? Yeah. There is one thing, though. In the most recent game, Mario Odyssey, there's a scene where Bowser is trying to woo Peach with a bouquet of piranha plants. And Mario sees that from across the way and he panics and runs over and pushes Bowser out of the way to try to give Peach a bouquet of fire flowers instead. And then Sue starts shoving each other and just forcing these bouquets into Peach's face to try to win her affection. And Peach gets equally frustrated with both of them for not respecting her own agency. And she yells, enough, and storms away. So it's, it's pretty definite that Peach and Mario are not dating because yeah. she wouldn't react like that. I like that she put her foot down, though. Yeah. There's that strong girl that we like, we like and, <laughs> and want around. Good thing she wasn't on Vibe Island. They would have been on fire. <laughs> would have killed them both. <laughs> uh, there's one other interesting point while we're talking about Peach's relationships. Uh, Bowser, the leader of the Koopas, has a son. His name is Bowser Jr. And he basically looks exactly like the father, but as like an eight-year-old version maybe. And Bowser tells his son that he needs to help him fight Mario and kidnap Peach because Peach is actually his mom. Bowser's mom or Bowser Jr.'s mom? Bowser Jr.'s mom, Mm. which adds a whole new level to Peach's relationships. Maybe there's more going on between Bowser and Peach than we know. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, he's lying though, right? Yeah, he is. So ultimately Bowser confesses that he just made that up to get his son motivated to get into the family business of kidnapping Peach and fighting Mario. And (laughs) Bowser Jr. said that he knew it wasn't true, but he still usually refers to Peach as mom and Peach just kind of accepts it. (laughs) What 
Do you know what's the deal with the other Bowser kids? Yeah, the the, the Koopalings. Yeah. So in uh, Super Mario World for the SNES, there's a bunch of, of mini Bowsers. They all have different personalities and they all look different. And that game introduces them as Bowser's kids. There's like seven or nine of them. There's a bunch of them. But then a couple years later, we get Bowser Jr., who's Bowser's only son in that game. And since then, Nintendo's gone back and said that the rest of those Koopalings, those are not the direct offspring of Bowser. Those are just other other parts of the Koopa family. Bowser Jr. is the only the only rightful heir. Uh, nephews. Yeah, like nephews, basically. It feels weird to me. You think uh, it just sucks that they lost their position as as Bowser's kids? Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess rascally nephews is still fun. I just, I guess I'm, I grew up and I thought that they were the kids and... And I was yeah. the parent. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I didn't actually think that. If, uh, if something happens to Bowser, though, they're and Bowser Jr., they'll be next in line. Yeah. For yeah. that throne. That's true. That's true. Dun, 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 <laughs> While we're talking about Peach, I think it's also worth taking a minute to talk about Daisy. In a lot of the Mario games, you might see a character that looks a lot like Peach, but she's got a yellow dress instead of a, instead of a pink dress. And she's got brown hair instead of blonde. That's Princess Daisy, and it's pretty hard to ignore how similar they look. There's a couple explanations for that. One is mentioned in a strategy guide that Nintendo didn't officially write, but they did officially approve. And in that guide, it explains that Daisy is Peach's cousin, which is why they look the same. But also, Daisy is wearing a crown like Peach's. And if we think about the whole thing with Toadette and the crown evolving her into Peachette, maybe it's the same thing with Daisy. Maybe she's a different Toadette, or maybe even a different creature altogether that was evolved with the same kind of uh, princess crown. Oh, dude, it's a Goomba. Oh, oh, no. she's, a, she's a girl Goomba. <laughs> well, she's really into flowers. Her name is Daisy. So maybe she's some kind of flower creature wearing the crown. Mm. Maybe she's like a prana plant or something. Yeah. Which might make more sense than her being a Toadette because Daisy isn't from the Mushroom Kingdom. She's a princess of a different land in the same world as the Mushroom Kingdom. It's an empire called Sarasa Land. And that name Sarasa Land comes from the term Sarasa, which is a type of fabric that was imported into Japan from India that's decorated with floral patterns. So it's basically like calling it Flower Land in Japan. So in a way, it's kind of like the Mushroom Kingdom, but focused around flowers instead of mushrooms. Yeah. So it's possible that one of the citizens of Flower Land received the crown and became humanish like Peach. Uh, or maybe they really are cousins and just happen to be part of the same ruling family. We don't really know for sure. It does seem like they share the family habit of getting kidnapped, though. Daisy gets introduced to the story when an alien comes down from space and abducts her so he can try to marry her. Kind of taking tips from from Bowser's flirt game. And Mario hears about it, so he comes over from the Mushroom Kingdom to save her. Also, side note, while Mario is away saving her in Sarasa Land, he leaves his own castle empty back home in the Mushroom Kingdom. And a mysterious evil intruder moves in and takes over. Do you guys want to guess who that is? Whoa. Hmm. It's Wario. Oh. That's the first introduction of Wario. Cool. Wario is like a gross, evil Mario. He moves into uh, to Mario's house while he's off on an adventure in Sarasa Land. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, man. Anyway, back to Daisy. Her and Luigi are probably dating. You know, we don't really know about Mario and Peach, but it seems like Luigi and Daisy might be a thing. It's kind of the same situation where we don't you know, actually see Mario and Peach going on literal dates or anything, but there's some stuff that makes it seem more official. Like, for example, there's a racetrack in Sarasa Land that you can race on in Mario Kart. And on that racetrack, there's two really big statues. 
One is of Daisy and Luigi dancing together hand in hand, just looking super happy together. Oh, that's cute. I think that's pretty good evidence that they're probably a real couple, right? Yeah. And if you're willing to make a big statue of yourself dancing with somebody, I feel like you're probably dating them. Yeah, usually when you don't want to commit to something, you say, we are not putting it in stone. And they <laughs> quite literally did that. Yeah. There's uh, another statue that's on the track that's uh, Baby Daisy and Baby Luigi dancing together. Huh. Where did they come from? And I don't really know what to make of that. Maybe. Oh, they're cousins, too. Having a good time. So they're yeah. cousins and they're dating? Kissing cousins. Not dating. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're kissing cousins. It's very problematic. No. I imagine Luigi doesn't want to date Daisy, but he's just doing it because, ha- I don't know, maybe he feels obligated to or something. I don't know. Do you think he's just wingmanning for Mario? I don't know. I don't know. There's In my heart of hearts, it's, that's... There's something, there's nothing, I think Daisy's basic. Oh, you think so, huh? What? Yeah. Dang. (laughs) I didn't say that out loud. (laughs) Would you turn down, you'd turn down Daisy, huh? I'd give her a shot if she wanted, but I'd be bored unless she made a statue of me dancing with her. Then, (laughs) all right. So Daisy and Peach. Peach is known as being just very kind and and just very warm and very loving. Um, Uh uh, Daisy is known as being kind of a tomboy. She's uh, kind of down to earth, a little rough around the edges. Oh, I like that. Uh, willing to get like down and dirty. Oh, I, li- I like both. I changed my mind. <laughs> but anyway, that's Daisy. And that's uh, that's Princess Peach. What do you guys think? Do you love them? It's very, yeah. I'd take, I'd take both of them out on two dates. At the same time? At the, at same, the same restaurant? Yeah, it'd be one of those things where I, I do two dates at the exact same time, but I don't want them to know that I'm... And you yeah. have to run back and forth. Yeah. Yep, 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 Change yep, your yep, clothes, yep. stout fire. We should try to set that up in, in real life. Dude, that'd be so funny. Can I try funny. to do that? Yes, yes. Joey, can I set you up with two different girls at the same restaurant at the same time and you have to try to pull it off? Absolutely. Oh, my God. That's... Okay. Yes, because that sounds funny as fuck, but also it sounds mean. That's kind of I don't want to be mean. Well, I don't want to be mean. You're going to get there, and one of the one of the girls looks suspiciously like Kevin in a wig, and then the other girl <laughs> oh. looks very cute. Like also Roger like in Kevin wig. in a wig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, because you double deuced this. You you set him up on the same situation. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. At the end of the night, boy, are we we're going to be more red. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Love Nintendo. Love you, Super Mario. Yeah. Love you, Princess Peach. Love you, Roger. Love you, Kevin. Remember one time, Joey, you drew a little Mario and Luigi on the whiteboard uh-huh. at our house? Yeah. And then uh, I saw him. I liked him so much that I tattooed him on my yeah, arm that night. that was so cool, man. That's how much I like that him. was a very friendly, flattering <laughs> moment. Thank you for doing that. Hey, you want to get... You wanna, I didn't do a very good job on them. They're really ugly. Do you want to draw something <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll get it tattooed on me? Yeah, it's going to be the Sizzler logo, though. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's, Joey originally had an idea that he's only, only going to get one tattoo, and it was going to be the sizzler logo <laughs> <laughs> well here's the here's the reason why i like the idea of 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 someone asking me if i just like sizzler a lot and then i'd be like oh it's all right <laughs> <laughs> it's very good should we read a review yeah uh all right so we got a review uh it says in quotation marks first try no warm-up uh, by old arrows you guys should put that on a shirt. For real though, I'd put Story Hole near the top of the list of best things to ever come out of Simi Valley. Hey, all right. Right, right behind Congressman Elton Gallagher, <laughs> but in front of MMA fighter War Machine and Jock Punk Scott Radinsky. Do you guys know do you guys know War Machine? Do you know what that's about? I've yeah. heard about War Machine. Yeah. Yeah. I went to high school with this guy who was just a total piece of shit in high school, and then he yeah. became an MMA fighter and officially legally changed his name to War Machine yeah. and then got arrested for a bunch of domestic abuse and was on the run from the law. Yeah. And just a total piece of shit. Yeah, he got arrested in Simi Valley. He he fled back here and tried to hide in a Motel Six or something. <laughs> I remember that they they burst into his hotel room, the police, to arrest him, and they found him just surrounded by a bunch of pizza that he had ordered. Yeah, <laughs> there is a second part of this message. Uh, 
Also, keeping the old hometown spirit alive, you should go do a story about the Manson Caves. That one time we all went down was the funniest, stupidest thing I've probably ever done. I'm glad none of us ever got trapped in there forever. Thanks. Keep it up. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a great. Yeah. It's our friend Chris. Hi, Chris. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Charles Manson, the whole Manson family thing happened in the town that we live in. And uh, they had a, a secret cave that they would meet in. And um, when we were like teens, we'd go down there and try to explore it. It was always very scary, though. Yeah. And there's like a good chance you could get stuck in it. I was always too big. I would never try to get in the hole because I was afraid I would get stuck like a like a like a real real Winnie the Pooh situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, we we, got, we we haven't mentioned this yet, which we probably have. Our town is definitely Gravity Falls. We have yeah. all sorts of weird stuff going on. There's a lot um, of theories about maybe a, a Hellmouth in the hills. Yeah. yeah. Hellmouth and the aliens Colts, and aliens, all we, kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah radioactive meltdown uh, disasters. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's all real stuff. We're not making it up. Yeah, we should talk um, about that sometime. Yeah, uh, I do want to address the first try with no warm up thing on the shirt. Uh, because that is actually that's not from us. Uh, that comes from uh, a girl skateboard video called Yeah Right that came out in the early 2000s. Oh, really? Uh, and and Owen Wilson says it before he fakes a trick. It's really good. Oh, it's funny. I've always just heard you say it, and I picked it up. I didn't know where yeah. it came from. No, I just I always just thought it was really a lot of the quotes I have are from really weird things that I watched when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but but what's cool about that in in the in the spirit of Simi Valley is that there are clips that are filmed in Simi Valley in that video. Oh, so, wow, kind of fun. Huh. Yeah, and then bros kind of drive by on their big truck, and it's really loud. And then the skateboarders <laughs> make fun of them. They go, "Oh, see me, Valley!" <laughs> and they make fun of the bros. In That's Simi pretty Valley. good. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you uh, want to leave a review for us on iTunes, we'll read it out loud, no matter how terrible it is. Um, yeah. Although everybody's just leaving us really nice, funny, thoughtful things. Feel free yeah. to just leave something just god awful if you want. <laughs> we'll take anything. We're desperate. <laughs> and I haven't heard from Chris in a long time, so I'll also take the nice thing because it's nice to rekindle friendships. Yeah, Chris, you're the best. Also, if you guys want to add us on Instagram, it's Storyhole Podcast at Instagram. Joey's been posting a lot of really cool animations. They're uh, they Thank look great. You. They're really cool. Uh, they're really short. There's just a one minute clip, so you can get a little sneak preview of what's what the episode is if you uh, didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing for for the week. If you want to maybe take a, a minute and share our podcast with a friend, or maybe your mom. Uh, we'd appreciate that. We're trying to get, we're trying to build our mom base because we think that that's really our target audience. Yeah, share it with your yeah. mom. Yeah, we don't have enough moms. Yeah. I also just want to take a minute and say hi to my mom. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. Hey, Roger. <laughs> Did you just call my mom Roger? <laughs> Mrs. Roger. <laughs> it's a family tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're named after her, right? Cool. All right, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Right, thanks for yeah. listening, everybody. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.